0: Hi, this is Kimberly Miller with the Palm Beach Post. I cover the weather and the environment for the paper, and this will be my fifth hurricane season as the lead storm reporter for the Post. June 1st is the official first day of hurricane season, but we've already had one named storm under our belt with the short-lived subtropical storm, Andrea. On Friday, we went down to the National Hurricane Center in Miami, where they held an open house. We thought we'd share some of what we learned and what the concerns we're hearing from emergency managers and meteorologists uh, that they have going into this hurricane season. Again, we're at the Operations Center of the National Hurricane Center, and I'm here with National Hurricane Center Director, Ken Graham, who has been talking a lot this year about the dangers of water. Um, And I was hoping you could explain a little bit about what the thoughts are for the general public when they hear about hurricanes what they're thinking
1: yeah one yeah. question we keep asking is when, when people close their eyes and they think of a hurricane generally speaking they, they talk about the wind they see the wind but if you look at the data it's the water that's hurting people it's actually causing fatalities in, in the last three years 83% of the fatalities has been from in this case inland flooding over half an automobile so traditionally storm surge inland rain it's the water that's hurting people so my goal here is when people close their eyes let's see the water because that's the big danger
0: why are, why are why are we so focused on the wind? What how did that happen? you just think of hurricanes and wind? I think
1: it's, I think it's the, the pictures that we've seen. It's always the palm tree, it's always on the beach, it's, it's always the, the destruction of, of the wind, but the reality is, it, the, what's hurting people is the water. So how do we change that narrative? I think, you know, interviews like this, it's all of us talking about it is how we change that narrative for the long term. And people
0: driving into flooded areas, you said that's one of the biggest killers. It is,
1: automobiles, it's people moving the barricades, it's, it's not recognizing those dangers and driving right into it, all those are preventable. So let's talk about it. Let's prevent those.
0: So a couple years ago, you guys introduced the new storm surge um, flooding maps. And we have a we have an image here and I was hoping you could just explain a little bit about, you know, people are used to seeing the hurricane cone. We've been seeing it for, you know, nearly two decades now. But these are new. And what are yeah. some of the things that uh, that you can explain for people who are not used to seeing something like this?
1: Well, and first of all, because we've we've been able to, to make so much, uh, you know, uh, effort in, in making that track better. With a better track, we can do things like this and make a good forecast for the storm surge. Over here is what the forecast was for Hurricane Florence for the storm surge. And
0: this is what area is this again? That's what this area is.
1: is this? this is in North Carolina, oh, yeah. the Newburgh, North Carolina. So this was the forecast. This is what happened. Not bad if, if you look at the two. So this is finally a tool that we have to say, These hurricanes aren't just a coastal problem. The highest storm surge that we saw in Florence was 100 miles inland. That's part of the narrative too. It's not just a coastal issue, it's an inland issue as well. So there's, we can see it. This is where places could potentially get those values of storm surge.
0: And Hurricane Florence was a Category 4 at one point. Um, When it near the coast, it was,
1: Category one, yeah. I don't want to say
0: downgrade it, right? I right, know. We don't want to that use un- that <laughs> word. We never <laughs> use that word. Ever, it. ever. Yeah. Um, but it was a category one. Yeah. How did that change people's perceptions, you think, of what Florence was and what it could do?
1: It's interesting with the categories. We, we have to remind everybody that's just the wind. So when you, when you have the categories coming up, if you go from a one to a four, it's like, whoa, this is worse. But when you go from a four to a one, there's a tendency to say, whoa, okay, well, we're weakening. It's just the wind, the impacts, the storm surge and the rain never changed one bit. when when the winds came down. So that's a big factor. It's all about the size. It's about the speed of the hurricane. That has so much influence over the storm surge, even more than the wind.
0: So Florence came in as a one and was still able to drive the, the surge in 100 miles. You said, what was the flooding like? in Newber- areas like New Bern. No, it was
1: devastating. I mean, I, I walked uh, the, some of the streets at New uh-huh. afterwards and, and talked to people, and it, it was along the rivers. And you, you, know, you look at these rivers, and think about what's happening from, a, I guess, a physics standpoint. The storm surge gets funneled, but when you narrow that channel and you notice the channel gets a lot smaller, what happens is all that water has nowhere to go, so it goes up. And, and that's why you get some of the devastation. So devastating in this area when it came to the flooding.
0: And so that's storm surge, but um, rainfall in inland, that's a problem also. Was that a problem with Florence?
1: Uh, Absolutely, the slow movement. I mean, the rainfall forecast is so dependent on not only the size, but the speed. You slow a, a, a storm down, it just have so much time to cause all that rainfall. Here's another problem. So when you have that much storm surge and you have rain that's supposed to drain into these rivers, it can't drain. So you actually have a worse problem because the storm surge is holding up the ability to drain that rain. So it's a double problem here. And how to show that on a map is, is just absolutely um, everything. The old words about uh, a picture is worth a thousand mm-hmm. words. That's what we're trying to do with this.
0: So we, we heard in some of the other seminars at the governor's hurricane conference that people spend 30 seconds on average at the National Hurricane Center's yeah. website mm-hmm. and weather forecast and that's when a storm is coming. So they're obviously <clears throat> probably looking at the cone are we asking too much of people to say, okay, now filter through and look at the storm surge map? Or, or I mean, is that just their, their responsibility if a storm is coming to pay attention to that? Yeah,
1: we're, we're gonna have to share that message because I, you know, that, that, that is the case because we, we, there was some studies done after Michael asking about how decisions were made. And one mm-hmm. of the big factors in, in people's decisions was the cone. So we're doing something about it. We're not just sitting back saying, ooh, that's a problem. We're, we got some social science and some behavioral science projects that are going to look at the cone. Maybe there's a new way to do it. Maybe, maybe you know. Remember, the better that we do with the forecast, the smaller the cone, which means more impacts outside the cone. We're going to study it. We're going to get some data, and, and we're going to look at how better to depict these dangers because we want to show the pictures. These are the dangers, but they do, don't do any good uh, unless people are really looking at them and understanding them.
0: And then again, back to these maps with Florence. Uh, when, when a storm slows down, it gets bigger, tends to expand. Is that right? Yeah, a, a so, lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you were saying if Florence was a smaller, maybe a more powerful, but smaller storm, we wouldn't have seen this kind of surge. Yeah, we we talk about
1: storm surge being so influenced by the size and and the speed of the storm. It's interesting to look at, you know, we we talk about the highest storm surge in Florence, 100 miles inland. If Florence was still a Category 4, same track, not changing the track at all, Category 4 and smaller, you don't get that flooding. And and that's why we talk about little teeny changes in in this hurricane make a big difference on the ground. There's no such thing as a false alarm. It's all about that uncertainty of the actual forecast.
0: Because the Irma forecast, the storm surge forecast, was pretty good, accurate also, as far as on the west coast, like around Naples area. Mm.
1: Yeah, Um, it's accurate, but it's it's interesting in that situation because a 30-mile difference in, in Irma made the difference in some areas between a couple feet of storm source versus over 10 feet so as a result we have to remember again not a false alarm you can't bank your life on 30 miles it's a wobble it's just a little wiggle so that's why we have to talk about being prepared for what could happen rather than what happened last time
0: great thank you so much i don't have any other questions or anything i didn't ask that you want to add
1: i think we could do a do a quick category one one, two, just to just uh so we, we, another reminder that we mm-hmm. we talk about everybody is talking about you know don't don't take the categories for what your impact right. could be. Because you look back at history, we talk about it's just a tropical storm or just a category one. Remember, the last 10 years, category one storms have killed over 175 uh, people and $103 billion worth of damage. It's not about that category, but the impacts It's about information like this. This is what we have to get ready for to protect our lives.
0: And it's after the storm, after the storm, right? That seems to be, yes. at this point, when the forecasts are so good, you know the storm's coming it's bad but it's after the storm people are are dying a yeah, lot let's of talk times.
1: about that because yeah. that that's a huge factor because we're starting to see you know then the measurements of the fatalities some of the indirect fatalities in other words indirect you know not necessarily the, the storm surge not necessarily that initial rain or that wind or a tornado this is it's hot afterwards it's medical issues it's car accidents it's Quite To be very blunt, it's using a chainsaw for the first time in your life. Let's talk about it. The generator, never having it in your house, but still people do that. So mm-hmm. these indirect fatalities in a lot of cases are exceeding the direct. we got to keep the messaging going after the hurricane. Remember, even after the hurricane passes, the danger is not.